Okay. Hello. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hi. What the fuck's up? (laughs) (laughs) We're recording from my house and next to Caitlin, there's like a hole in the fence. And that is where Coco hosts the neighborhood dog committee meeting. Okay. She is chair of the board. (laughs) Self-appointed, I'm going to say. And she also takes the minutes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like all of them participate. (laughs) So annoying. Um, I feel like I'm in the trenches this week and I cannot wait until you ask me how I am and I say, look, you know what? Not too bad. (laughs) You know what? Nothing to complain about today. Uh, Would be nice. Um, Something's going on with my throat. It feels real tight. And like when I swallow, world of pain. Okay. Ready to end it all. But no like, other symptoms though. I'm tired. I think you're just run down. I yeah. think the busyness of yeah. what month was it? October. And you know what? The busyness is just going to keep going until January. So, but it's different busy. Like moving house. It's fun busy. That's, yeah, that's nuts busy. Yeah, so that's true. Like, so so true. And you know what? The pain of that just doesn't end because no. <laughs> who's to say if I'm going to get my bond back at this point? Um, but you know what? <laughs> That's a story for another day. <laughs> let's wait to see what happens <laughs> yeah, before we say anything. Yeah, but. let's wait until the plot develops on that. But anyway, how are you, doll? <laughs> yeah, I'm vibing. I'm just sick of adulting, like, in the yeah. sense of I'm sick of looking after myself. Yeah, I'm very much in that too. I feel like I've been an adult for a hot minute now. Yeah. And I, I just need a rest. Yeah. I need yeah. someone to cook me meals, which Nikki is kind of doing. God bless. <laughs> bless Nikki. And like, I, just, I need someone to go to work for me. I need someone to make all of my life decisions. Work, I don't mind. I feel like I'm going through a phase where I'm really into work at the moment. Like, yeah, love that. Everything I'm doing is around work, which is good and I'm enjoying it. But yeah, I'm just like, I can't do everything at once. And yeah. not that anyone can, but yeah. then like I've been in like a fun, like just vibing space phase and now I'm in my I'm back into my career era I love that but yeah my housework's just I mean I did it today but uh-huh. it was nuts needed to be done um but yeah I'm just sick of adulting I'm also I also go through phases where I'm like I want to buy a house right which is a weird <laughs> thing to say when you have no savings <laughs> like but I just I want to own a house mm, okay like in my mind yeah. It's just so much fun. Oh, it would like the like logistics of ha- like not logistics, but like just having one and being able to do whatever you want with it. Yeah. Like if I want to put a hole in the wall, no one's got to tell me off for right. it. Right. And the concept of like living by myself. Yeah. That's like a dream. Stunning, but also could not afford to no. own a house. Can barely survive as it is. No. So just a hot mess, really. Yeah. But we're struggling. <laughs> but it's all right. We persevere. We'll get there. We will get there. Persever. You know what I'm really struggling about? And it only just popped into my mind because I saw them post something on Instagram. Uh-oh. <laughs> the fact that we have to do a 2K row tomorrow afternoon. Oh, no. No. Listen. <laughs> just, I'm thinking about it. And my arms already hurt. I love Pilates. <laughs> but cry. whoever fucking cry. decided that we have to row two kilometers and it, it's going to be under 10 minutes. Yeah. They cut it off at 10. I'm going to kill myself. And like I've signed up for the tough love challenge, which is like it's 
the main goal is um, 20 classes in 30 days. So that averages out to five classes a week. <laughs> like, so I'm going, I'm going Monday to Thursday and then Saturday. Oh, Tanaka. Yeah. I mean, if anyone can do it, it's going to be you. You're yeah, pretty yeah. good at going. You're pretty Am good I? at doing challenges and stuff like that. Not me. Couldn't be me. Uh, we'll say, if, I swear to God, if I am not considerably thinner <laughs> by the end of this... I mean, between being sick and then doing 5,000 Pilates classes a week. Well, that's just it. Like, I can't go out for food because I'm, I'm, I'm fucking busy. I'm busy rowing. <laughs> I'm also, busy doing cherry pickers. I'm sorry. Another adult thing to complain about. Mm. Why the fuck do I owe everything money? Like, yeah. I just... Bills and bills. And also, what's the government's obsession with giving me fines? I My recent <laughs> fine... <laughs> I seem to always get fucking fines. And I got one for my car not being registered, which might I add, I didn't realise, okay? I'm usually pretty good at that stuff, but I'm in a whole I'm trying to sell my old car and I forgot that my new car was No one wants to buy my old car. Plug it right now. (laughs) Attention everyone. Someone please buy my old car. I need it gone. I'm so so I'm paying two lots of insurance. Oh yeah. Supposed to be paying two lots of rego, but Mm. mum and dad had to pay it because I'm broke. (laughs) And so now I owe mum and dad. (laughs) So I owe mum and dad three hundred dollars. My fine was five hundred and something dollars, right? I've paid them like two hundred and fifty, so I owe them three hundred dollars plus two lots of rego. So there's another like four hundred bucks, right? It just doesn't end like just stop. <laughs> Please give me a break. <laughs> I feel like I'm under attack. Truly. That's like, another thing. You too. don't need that money. Like just I need that money. <laughs> if anyone needs your fine. <laughs> the government seems to be doing completely fine. Just let me go. Just give me a minute, okay? <laughs> oh my god. Oh shit! Oh. And then and then you drop the bomb that your favorite meat is lamb. <laughs> I just I just don't know what's going on anymore. Whose favorite meat is lamb? This is the ranking. This is the official ranking, right? <laughs> I would say chicken because I eat it the most. Okay. Right? Yeah. But I'm a I'm a chicken breast person. Chicken thigh creeps me out. Yeah. Fair. I don't like chicken thigh. Then when we get into the fancy rich people meat. <laughs> I would dare say lamb first. Yeah, it's just crazy. so soft and tender, and the flavors, mm, they're melting on my tongue. Is it, <laughs> is it yes. Okay. So then it's lamb. Okay. Then it would be beef. Really? And yeah, then right. turkey. Then pork. And then pork. I hate pork. Ah. But I like pork crackling. Yeah, pork crackling's good. Yeah. I think mine would be chicken, beef, turkey pork lamb what's your issue with lamb i don't understand how you don't like it the taste is weird but i'm talking like a lamb roast taste is weird i don't like lamb chops and i hate lamb chops chops. oh my god growing up dad used to dad's staple diet when we were younger was like chops and homemade chips and peas and corn right so See, now, Coco's mad. Yeah, right? <laughs> if anyone offered me a chop of uh-huh. any form, I would honestly kill myself before mm. I ate it. That oh, and bruschetta. Weird. Can't do it. Bruschetta? Oh, Dad Wait. discovered how to cook, how to make bruschetta when we were in high school. Is and bruschetta I, not just bread? Yeah, but to Dad, that's like five star. Like, Michelin. It's bread, cheese, and tomatoes, right? No, I don't think there's cheese in it. Or like. 
and start onion and stuff. Mo- no, not mozzarella. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah anyway, yeah. that yeah, was like tomatoes, the yeah. day that Dad figured out what bruschetta was and could make it. Mm. That was like five star dining in our house, and Dad would make it every and day. Now you can't do bruschetta. No, don't even. No, I hate bruschetta. I won't eat it. I have PTSD. That's so funny. What's on the agenda for t- this week's episode? The Love is Blind. Oh, yes. Season five reunion. Yes. I, look, there were a couple of things Yeah. that were crazy, but then the rest was just so mid and boring. I agree. Like, just nothing, very anticlimactic. So, if you haven't watched it, too bad, you're going to get a recap anyway. Yeah. Sorry, you've had a whole week. Yeah. Yeah, get I with agree. It. Um, so, we find out that Chris, the beautiful baby angel, is not and is an actual snake. Yeah. The worst snake of them all, I would argue. Yeah. Arguably. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. he was dating Joni. Yeah. When the series was aired. Mm-hmm. And then, like, in real life. And then, it was her birthday weekend and he went... I think interstate or something. He wasn't around for her birthday. Yeah. And then the following week. (laughs) Coco's really passionate about Chris. Hey, get out of there. Come here, you gorgeous girl guide. You weasel. Um, Yeah, so Chris wasn't around for Joni's birthday. And then the following week, she didn't see or speak to him. And then the following week, same thing. Yeah. And then she finds out from her friends that her friends saw Chris out with another girl and that whole time he was dating someone else and without even telling her. And yet that he was supposed to be dating Joni. How messed up is that? Like. If that doesn't sum up modern day dating, I nothing just, else does. Yeah. And like his reasoning to not tell her, he was just like, oh, I didn't want to hurt her feelings. I'm, bullshit. I'm, I'm, Grow I'm up. sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? If you didn't want to hurt her feelings, you wouldn't have done it in the first place. Exactly. Yeah, that annoyed me. That was when that happened, my jaw hit the yeah. floor. I was like, yeah. I did not see that coming at all. Going into that, I was like, not all men. Finishing that episode, Except I was like, men. every single man. <laughs> and somehow Lydia and Milton are still together. Wild. What the fuck is Wild. that about? Didn't expect that. Crazy. They seem really happy as well. But they do. They go seem off. genuine. Um, what else annoyed me? I mean, Izzy and Stacey, they tried to date or whatever and it didn't work out, which doesn't yeah. surprise me. No. At all. Because he's a bum. Um, Aaliyah, when she came on... She looks stunning. She looks stunning. But she's got to let the Uche thing go. Yeah. Like... Yeah. Stop trying to investigate the situation. He's a rat. He's yeah. not worth your time. Yeah. You, no, it's not worth the energy. Yeah, honestly. you did yourself a favour by kicking him to the curb when you yeah. did. Yeah, because he... That also surprised me was the fact that he was such a weirdo. Yeah, yeah. And, like, it got edited in such a way that it made Lydia look like the only weirdo, whereas they are both weirdos. Yeah, they're both equally as messed up as each other. But I I just, I don't know, because the reunion airs a year after they filmed, mm. and I'm just like, to come on and your whole thing just still be about Uche. Yeah. Like, Let nah, it go. come on. Let it go. Um... You know, he looked great. Starts with a T, ends with an Ayla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she looked gorgeous. Yeah, she did. Oh, my goodness. She's the best thing to come out of season five. Oh, what a woman. Yeah. And then JP just looked like an absolute. <sighs> <laughs> I 
And the fact that he was just smirking the whole time. I'm like, what are you smiling about? He's like, got wanna, no backbone I and no personality. punch that man in the face. That's what Nick Lachey should have done. He should have gotten up <laughs> and he should have gone and king hit JP him. in the head. <laughs> punch him in the throat. It would have made the entire season worth watching at least. <laughs> um, I tried watching The Ultimatum last night. Oh, yeah. Didn't rate it. I started at season one. Yeah. Very bored. I feel like you've got to push past where did you get up to like i think i got up to maybe the third episode okay i think what got me was just that everyone was so young and everyone was only dating for like two and a half years and they were like i want a ring yeah i find that weird just calm down what is the rush and then everyone like no one was really endearing yeah because like the people like the guys that were nice because it was all but all but one of the girls were the ones that like said the ultimatum yeah um so it was the guys majority that weren't committing um mm. but all of the guys that were nice they were almost like jumping ship and like forming connections with other people and i'm like well you're a weasel yeah <laughs> like, you should what? watch season two is um all lesbians yeah right that is wild <laughs> that it's would just, be wild just next level mayhem yeah mayhem <laughs> i loved that season um, you should watch season four of Love is Blind. Okay. Like, I would go back and watch okay. the other seasons. Maybe I will do that. Yeah. Do that. Because um, I also binge watched House of Usher today. The yeah. fall of the House of Usher on Netflix. Mm. Um, and, like, you briefly talked about it in last week's episode. Yeah. I, I do really like it. Um, I don't really... I'm up to episode seven and there's only eight episodes and I still don't really have any idea what's going on. Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, end game wise, I just don't get why what's happening is happening. Yeah. Um, but I will finish that tonight. But just just love Mike's work. Just what a guy. Can yeah. do no wrong. And I love that he uses the same actors in his series. Yeah. I love people that do that, like directors that do that. Mm. Tim Burton was really big with doing that when mm. he was married with um, Helena Bonham Carter. He'd always use her and um, Johnny Depp. I only found out today that they weren't married anymore. Or they weren't in like a um, domestic thing, partnership or whatever they yeah. call it. How sad is that? Mm. Mm. God um, bless Tim Burton. I do love Juno in House of Usher. The guy's like new wife yes where is she from funny she used to be on tiktok that's how she got discovered okay that's random yeah and then she like was in um there's a series on netflix and it's like it's a scary one as well and they're all they all live in like this mansion i didn't watch all of it and they've all kind of got like powers or something okay Oh, I think I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, she was in that. Mm, She's a very obscure-looking character. Yeah. But she is so funny. I love her. She's good. Yeah. Um, What movie did you go see yesterday? Yesterday, I went with my parents to go see The Creator in cinema. Yeah. So, Dad picked it. Dad loves sci-fi, like, all that. And it's kind of Is it like a doco? No. Okay. It's not about Jesus or God. No. No. No, it's not. A, no, it's it's a fiction movie. Oh, or not, okay. I thought it was going to be like a doco. No, it's about. It's by a British filmmaker. Don't know his name. <laughs> and it's about. It's set in like 2065 or something, right? 
and AI has evolved over time, mm-hmm. like into robots, whatever. And what would happen is like you could donate your face and body mm-hmm. and they would put it on the AI robots to make them look like people, right? Why would you do that? I don't know. It was kind of cool. <laughs> Imagine having <laughs> Would like, you donate your body to AI? This I'm assuming you die first. No. I don't then think what, so. Then what do you what do you do with you? How No, they just clone like your look. Oh, I and thought put you it on meant them. like you actually give up your body. <laughs> and I'm like, but where no. does my brain go then if I'm alive? Like they could make fifty of you or like as many of you. I don't you. know if the world would want that. <coughs> you know what? People have so many kids because they want mini ones yeah. of them. Can you imagine it'd be all the rats as well that do it? But I would do it. I don't Fuck it. I think it'd be funny <laughs> seeing me in the supermarket getting hella confused. I would have an existential crisis if I saw myself out in public. I'd be like, there is no way I look like that from the side. That is not me. Oh my I, God. Something yeah, I... something glitched and it's stretched and skewed. That's <laughs> incorrect. Super defamation. Take, take it back. <laughs> that faulty model. A humbling experience. I um, So yeah, they make these robots whatever. And then... It becomes like the robots versus the humans or the AI versus the humans. Yeah. And there's like a huge thing in like America and the robots have like killed all these people or whatever. Yeah. And then New Asia, right? Okay. What happened to Old Asia? I'm assuming that that's just Asia, but it was called New Asia. new one. I'm assuming it's supposed to be like all the Asian countries or whatever. Southeast Asia and like Japan and stuff. They... They still, like, they're kind of a little bit behind, but they're very much, like, open to AI. So they believe that they can coexist with AI and Mm -hmm. it's all going to be fine. So America is like, well, that's not true because, like, they fucked us all up. There's, Mm -hmm. like, none of us left anymore. It was, like, genocide. And so they are committed to trying to go into New Asia and, like, stop the, you know evolution of ai or whatever yeah and it becomes this like war between new asia and america and the Mm -hmm. robots and then it's all about how so the creator of of ai or this person who's like supposed to lead ai particularly new asia Mm. nirmada is their name which translates to the creator right they have built this weapon yeah turns out the weapon this is not spoiling anything because it's all in the trailer it turns out the weapon is this child oh and so when you do the ai robot uh, ai robots you're not making children because like usually it's adults that donate yeah. and like ai can't have children with one another huh. so it's like the only ai child but its power is that it can control technology oh and it's supposed to be as it grows because it's like all set up to like grow as a human or whatever right okay it will like its powers like it would i don't know say it could control technology for like 3k Mm. the older it gets the broader that distance will get and like the stronger its powers will get um anyway it's all about how they like find the the weapon and you know america's trying to you know get their hands on it very like just america in a nutshell okay yeah america just thinks they're right all the time yeah big move trying to take control but it was good did you um, enjoy it yeah it was pretty good it was like the ending was very predictable okay what happens at the end um, spoil it for everyone i don't think anyone that's listening right now will watch this so <laughs> um so the main character josh turns so turns out that his 
like wife who he thought had died is actually Nirmata, the creator. No and way. The weapon. How does that work? Long story short, he was like. He was in the, like, US, I don't know, like, military or whatever. And they'd put, deployed him in New Asia as, like, an undercover spy. And he was supposed to figure out who Nirmata was and, yeah. like, take them down. And he was told to get close to this woman. Um, didn't They thought Nirmata was her dad. Anyway, he oh. ended up falling in love with her. They got married. Like, it was all genuine. She got yeah. pregnant. But oh then he thought that she died in, like, this big explosion thing, like, when the US attacked. Yeah. Um... And turns out that she used because like she lost the baby in that attack, but she used the embryo of their child to create what is now the weapon. So the weapon huh. kid thing was actually technically his kid. Um, <laughs> so he like he manages to like rescue the kid, and then he him and the kid um, like what is it like? kind of fuck over like they the america thinks they're on their side or whatever yeah <laughs> but they like they boozle them, them. yeah, yeah right. d- double cross them and then they manage to blow up nomad which is this big like space rocket thing yeah. which is like going over new asia and killing all the ai and humans and stuff um so yeah but, and then like josh dies oh. sacrificing himself oh. for the child oh and then the good people win. Oh. So, yeah. Fun. A feel good. A feel good. American. Good old American. Coming of age story. <laughs> coming of age. <laughs> Very similar to Euphoria. On <laughs> <laughs> par. I don't what know. Would I, rate, what would you rate it out of 10? I said like six or seven. Okay. I would yeah. say. Passes I wouldn't necessarily time. like watch it again. Yeah. It was all right. Like if it comes up on Netflix, give it a watch. But, mm. but yeah. Stunning. And then we went out for dinner afterwards to this because so we went to the Norwood Cinema and there's this like um, Chinese restaurant near the Norwood Cinema. Yes. And we went there for dinner and I'm looking at the menu and I come across a dish and it's roast pigeon. Wild. They were serving roast pigeon. Now, this is really triggering because pigeons are my second favorite animal, Mm. right? And so to see one of your favorite animals on the menu. How much were they They're selling them a pop? $48. $48 for a pigeon. What if you brought your own pigeon? Right? There's a lot of pigeons near my, like, near the work office. Mm. I could have brought my own. Like, I'm wondering, yeah, if you get a discount. You know how yeah. sometimes, like, you can go to restaurants and BYO booths? Yeah. BYO pigeon. You <laughs> I bring in, like, 10. They're still alive. Like, I've got them on leashes. <laughs> Like everyone's a pigeon. That was really interesting. I didn't know yeah, you were right. allowed to serve pigeon in Australia, but I guess you are. Did you try it? No. Oh, I would have thought you would have made your dad try it. I should have. But it was expensive, like 48 bucks for, for a, a tiny plate of bird. pigeon. Yeah, that's a lot. They're not even that big, hey? No. Yeah. You wouldn't get a lot of meat off no. a pigeon. No. So. I wonder where they're sourcing them from. <sighs> Who's to say? Definitely Adelaide CBD. They just go to Rundle Mall. <laughs> Little traps, <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I don't know how you catch a pigeon. I saw online once you can get these little handheld devices and they're like kind <laughs> you of just grab go, them, yeah, that you just kind of grab the pigeon and it's it's totally fine for the pigeon, the pigeon doesn't get hurt or anything. There's no way I'm quick enough to catch a pigeon without it flying away. I reckon I could see that's the problem. The, bird, the birds have the upper hand because they can just 
fuck off. Yeah, but pigeons aren't that like, they're not that agile. <laughs> they're pretty dumb. I used to, when we used to work in retail, when I was in the front zone, I would lure them in to the front <laughs> of the store. Would. And then I remember one time our state manager got really mad at me because she was like, you can't lure the pigeons in, they'll poo on all the clothes. And I was like, yeah, you have a bad <laughs> So you leave me standing up here for six well, hours that's on what my you own. Get on my feet. Yuck. <laughs> God forbid I wanted to have a friend. <laughs> but yes. Stunning. Now, you yeah. haven't read. No, I, that's a lie. That is a blatant <laughs> lie. I've read five pages. Show <laughs> some respect. <laughs> Dishonor. So we said last week that we were talking about Ghost by Dolly Alderton this week. And we are going to. I will actively listen. You guys are going to learn about this book at the same time that Danica's learning about this book. You're welcome. Um, so, Ghost, I've, I've got my copy of Ghost here, right? Because I've got a lot to say about this book. Yeah. So, Dolly Alderton is a British journo. She she did the high-low, didn't she? Did she? Yeah, I'm going to just go with yes. She did everything I know about love. Yes, she's yeah, she's the name behind everything I know about love. So this is the blurb for her book. I don't know which order this one comes in, but just go along with it. Everything gets easier in your 30s, right? Though she has plenty to celebrate, successful career as a food writer, new home, loving friends and family. For Nina Dean, her 30s have not exactly been the liberating, uncomplicated experience she was sold. From fading friendships to exes popping the question, everyone is moving on, or worse, to the suburbs. And as her dad slowly loses his memories, her mum seems dead set on making new ones. Then she meets Max, who tells her on a date, on date one, that he's going to marry her. But what seems like an exciting new development will ensure this year is Nina's strangest year. Now, when you tell me that this is going to be Nina's strangest year of her life... I'm expecting like aliens to come down <laughs> to the planet, right? But that was not the case. Um, so effectively, Ghost is, it just perfectly encapsulates or summarizes what your late 20s, early 30s looks like. Yeah. Like half your friends are getting married, having kids, like doing very adult things mm. Mm. and then the other half are just like barely keeping themselves alive <laughs> I'm alive. a part of that second half <laughs> <Me>. <laughs> and like trying to navigate dating with like dating apps yeah. and she does the perfect job it's so real yeah like right. the dating they're doing it on dating apps or whatever and just the way that she like talks about dating how men will just ghost mm. and like love bombing mm. they'll like love bomb you and then mm-hmm. three months later they've just ghosted and mm-hmm. it's all like oh but i wasn't ready and i wasn't you know wasn't happy with my job and i wasn't this and i wasn't that but i'm so obsessed with you and and it's just it's just so accurate and also the way that she talks about like the friendships the way that friendships change as you get older so mm. one of like Nina's oldest friend, she's married. She's, I think at the start of the book, she's just had her first child. And then as the book goes on, she has her second child. Yeah, right. And just the way that her name's Catherine, just the way that she kind of treats Nina. Mm. She's almost like, well, 
I'm, a, I'm married and I'm a mother and we're moving to the suburbs and my life is just so much more important than yours. Mm. So anytime they catch up, Nina has to go to Catherine's mm. house and then like she's always the one making the effort and Catherine never listens or even asks what Nina's got going on Aww. in her life and really downplays it yeah. because it's almost like if, well, you're not, a, you're not having kids, you're not married – so nothing in your life is that important. Yeah, you don't know the struggle. Yeah. Yeah. And just doesn't go to some really big events in Nina's life. Um, and it's just, I don't know, the way that Dolly Alderton puts it together is so well done. Like I've yeah. bookmarked some pages. Let me find here, right? So... Catherine and Nina go for dinner one night and it's the first time in the whole book that Catherine has made the effort to go into London Mm -hmm. and not Nina going out and Nina happens just happens to be like 30 minutes late and she texts in advance to apologize because her dad I think her dad has like Alzheimer's or Mm -hmm. dementia and her dad had like something really big happened with her dad and so she texts and she was like I'm so sorry I'm running late something happened with dad anyway so she gets there and Catherine's just foul mm-hmm. immediately from the get-go and she goes um Nina's like hi I'm sorry I'm late and Catherine goes you're half an hour late and Nina's like I know I'm sorry I did send you a text to let you know I've come from mum and dad's and you know what the trains are like and Catherine goes I've come from sorry and Nina's like all right mate I'm sorry as I said you know me I'm never late normally and then Catherine goes, I'm never, ever late for you either. And Nina goes, that's because you can't be late when we're meeting at your house. <laughs> <laughs> so true. I was like, oh, my God. And then Nina's trying to, like, explain the situation with her dad. Keep mm. in mind, like, they've been childhood friends. So mm-hmm. Catherine knows her dad quite well. And Catherine goes, every time I meet you, it seems there's another big drama. And Nina just loses it. She's like, um, so fair. I may not have a baby, but I do have a life. And then they just have a huge argument in the restaurant and they end up not speaking for months. And I was like, I mean, not that I have many friends that are like married and having kids or whatever, but like on a broader sense and other stories that I've heard from other people, that is so accurate. Yeah. And like, so true. People have kids or they get married and they just think, that the world revolves around them and yeah. that no one's life nothing that anyone else does is nearly half as important because they don't have kids yeah literally um and also what else is in here um I'm trying to see what else I think mostly the other part was, so Nina, like, meets this guy, Max, on a dating app. Mm-hmm. And they have, like, the best first day. And then they practically go from, like, a couple of dates to, like, not not being with each other for, right. this, like, for the course of, like, three months. Right. Right? And then out of nowhere, he just stops messaging her. Just oh. completely ghosts her. Oh. Right? And then... Maybe four or five months later, he just shows up on her doorstep. <laughs> Excuse me, Like sir? begging her back, essentially. And that's also... Relatable I mean, content. not that I've had anyone show up on my doorstep, yeah. but that is also very accurate where... And this man is, like, in his late 30s. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad we're talking about it because, <laughs> like... <laughs> pausing and unpausing my Hinge profile, 
Mm-hmm. What irks me the most is men in their 30s who have on their profile still figuring out my dating goals. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. There is only so far that receding hairline can go now. Right. Like you are running out you of time. You have two inches before Truly. you've got no one left. Figure it out. It's not hard. Have you heard of the taxi cab theory? No. I'm so glad. Right? <laughs> so I think it's called the taxi cab theory. Something taxi theory. Okay. Right? <laughs> the theory is that women are always ready to meet their person mm-hmm. and settle down. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's more that they're always ready and then they'll just try with people that mm-hmm. they find interesting, whatever like that. Men, on the other hand... It doesn't matter if men meet the love of their mm. life if they aren't like don't decide in their head that I'm settling down they will it'll never happen and mm. so then they just wake up one day and they're like I'm ready to get married and have kids and settle down and they'll just marry the Pick first anyone. person that comes their yeah. way. Yeah. That That's, never agreed on anything more. Yeah, so true. So so true. How crazy. Yeah. But yeah, men in their 30s who say that they're still figuring out their dating goals. What's there to figure out? Get a hobby. Yeah. Like, yeah. no one's asking you to get married and have kids per se, but... Why are you here then? Like, if you haven't figured it out... Do you know what we should do? Why are you here, sir? All of the men that fit that category mm. need to be put on a tropical... Not even a tropical island. Like, an island that gets hurricanes, right? <laughs> and they can't leave the island. And they all just have to live together. Yeah. Like, that should be the next season of Alone. Yeah. Just get all the scummy single men who are still figuring out their dating goals <laughs> and put them on an island. And Chris from Love is Blind. Yes. And Chris from... And Izzy. <laughs> and Izzy. Yeah. And Uche. <laughs> just all the men on that season. <laughs> <laughs> and they can all Other go on that island. Mm. And they can all stop fucking pestering women. Because that's one thing that Nina says in the book. Like, she confronts one of her friends... Um, exes or whatever when he breaks up with her like really similar to how Max broke up with her or didn't really just ghosted her mm. and she's like you don't realise that every time you do this to a woman you're taking something away from her and like what is your obsession with finding strong independent mm. women who have their life mm. together and then it becomes a game for you where you're like how I long ruin this woman's life right <laughs> and it's like as soon as they've like brought them down a notch to be like oh well they they weren't better than me because i managed to take away their happiness yeah. or whatever then men just are like okay job done and then they move on to the next and we're off mm. like it's a video game yeah anyway i just agreed with that yeah i really do need to read this book it's good. Like, it's not yeah. necessarily a book. It wasn't like Fourth Wing, where I'm yeah. on the edge of my seat yeah. and I'm like, I'm, yeah. I'm obsessed. Powering through. But I think if you're in your late 20s, early 30s, and a woman, you yeah. will, I don't know anyone that wouldn't relate to this yeah. book in some sense. Yeah. So it is quite, it's good to read from that sense. I liked this better than everything. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, right. Um, I don't I just felt this was more relatable, mm, okay. to be honest. Um, Yeah. So Stunning. I would give it, whatever. I think I gave it a three out of five on Goodreads. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Nice. Which is fair. Fun. Yeah. And then I need to read your book, your pick for book club next. I'm very excited to. Oh my god. Oh my god, the committee meeting has <laughs> it's, commenced. It's started. Oh my god, there's like a whole ritual dance at the start. Yeah, you wait. <laughs> that dog is beautiful though. 
Maybe it's dog book club. It's prettier than me. Anything's prettier than me. <laughs> Stop. Oh, Coco. But, yeah, I'm going to read that next. And then by the time I finish that, guess what should come out? Fourth wing number two. Iron Flame. Iron Flame. Yes. And then that's all I'll talk about for six months. Truly. Because I'll read it in three days and then be screaming because I'll have the to wait time. months. The whole time. Oh, you just, you know what? You know something terrible is going to happen in Iron Flame because the two people are already together. Yes. So something. Well, technically they're not because they had a big, big kerfuffle. Well, you know. Yeah. Something's going to happen. Yeah. Imagine they end up dating other people. I would cry. I would I, actually cry. I'd shave tears. my head. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. On that note, we should probably wrap it up because yeah. we don't want to cross over with the dog community. No, meeting. yeah, we've we've um, overwelcomed our stay. Um, we got to we got to give See? the venue up <laughs> to do. the committee. They've we've gone over spot. our booking. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're being told to move. So anyway, have a think about. <laughs> What we've gone through this week. <laughs> Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> Enjoy those recommendations for, for things Instagram. that you will not participate in. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. And buy Caitlin's car. Okay. Bye. Yeah, Love you. Bye. <laughs> bye. bye.